you guys are going to have to forgive me because my absent-minded self said that we were going to talk about three waves in the last episode, but we only ended up talking about two. We as in me. It was all completely my fault. And uh, yeah, I said we were going to talk about the Disney Plus wave, the Zemnu wave, as well as the uh, Ursa Major wave. And I only ended up talking about the Zemnu wave and the Ursa Major wave, completely forgetting that I did not say anything about the Disney Plus wave yet. So here I am back from the holidays and back in the new year and uh, here to fix my mistake and re-record everything from scratch. So here we go. What's going on, you guys? Ramney here, and welcome to another episode of An Oral History of Marvel Legends. I believe this is episode number 15, and uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. So if you guys have been uh, keeping up, the, ba- the past two episodes have been kind of doing a roundup of the waves that we got in 2021 and I started off talking about the first three waves in the beginning um, like two episodes ago which was the Stiltman wave and the Tri-Sentinel wave um, is that it? and the Mr. Hyde wave and then in the last episode we were talking or I talked about the Zemnu wave and the Ursa major wave so today we're going to talk about and I'm gonna keep this in mind this time around Uh, I'm going to be mindful of it. We're going to be talking about the Disney Plus wave, the Infinity Saga program, which is, I guess you could call it a wave, uh, and the Age of Apocalypse Colossus uh, build-a-figure wave. So that's what we're going to do. Anyway, like I said as well, um, yeah, Happy New Year. I'm back from my holidays. My wife and I, my family, my daughter was with us, uh, we all went to Cosmet, which is a, an island not too far from where we live. So we drove, we drove to kind of like the the pier. We parked our car there for a couple of days, uh, rode a ferry to Cosmet, and just had a nice, relaxing, relaxing time. And uh, um, yeah, working on our tan and things like that. I, I don't work on my tan. I'm already permanently tanned. But um, yeah, it was a nice and relaxing vacation. Much, much needed. And we just came back. And yeah, I hope you guys had a wonderful New Year's celebration. I don't know if you guys are the type that would stay up late, um, but my, my kid didn't last that long. So I ended up kind of just like watching TV and stuff. Uh, with my wife on my own. So yeah, that's sort of our quiet little uh, quiet little uh, holidays. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so if you guys haven't been keeping up, we've been talking about uh, the waves that we've gotten in 2021, like I mentioned. And yeah, so today we are going to be talking about um, we're going to start with the Disney Plus wave, which is the wave that I missed talking about in the last episode. Um, I had something in mind, but then I completely forgot, and I'm not going to like pause this just so I remember. So maybe it'll come to me when I uh, 
uh, as I continue talking, but I've been looking at other people's top tens. Now, that's what I want to do after I do all of this, uh, is to do a top ten of several categories. Um, let me know in the comment section if you guys are watching me on YouTube. Let me know, or in the, um, you know, if you guys see me on Anchor, uh, that's where you guys can leave me a message. Uh, what categories should I include in my top 10 or top 5 or top 22 uh, lists? Now, a lot of people are making these lists. Yes, like I mentioned, it may be cliche, but it's something that I actually enjoy because it gives you a chance to reflect on the, uh, the figures that you've accumulated over the past year. Now, I'm going to be recording this episode and the next episode back to back. So if you guys are uh, watching me on YouTube, you guys will see I'm, I'll be wearing the same shirt. But um, uh, the reason for that basically is just to like get all of these as quickly as I can and kind of um, pace the release of, of them. So that's what we're going to do. But uh, like one thing I don't want to do is to have it already be February and I'm still working through <laughs> uh, talking about all of these waves. So that's not something I want to do. Um, so yeah, um, if you guys are not on YouTube yet or if you guys have not discovered me on YouTube, I just uploaded two videos. The last two episodes of this podcast, I created a video format for them. So uh, you guys could be watching me on YouTube right now. Hello, hello. And uh, if you guys are not, if you guys are listening to me through the uh, through the podcast, um, I'm that's I'm still going to be doing that. So uh, the reason for the video format is because I realized that the content for this podcast is basically it's it's very it's a very visual thing, and sometimes it's hard to talk about. Uh, talk about them. So I just created this video format as a supplement to the audio. But uh, you can still, hopefully, you can still listen to the audio and still understand what I am talking about. So let's go ahead and get started, you guys. Let me just get a sip of water. And let's get started talking about the Disney Plus Wave. Now I have here loaded the uh, very same website that I've been using the past couple of episodes. That is figurelist.co to kind of give us a list of the uh, the figures, like every single release that we got this year. So let's start with the Disney Plus Build-A-Wing Wave that is it came out like, I don't know, early, I believe, uh, like March, April, I don't remember anymore. But it kind of coincided with uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier airing, if I recall. Anyway, this is the second time that Hasbro has done the build the wing concept. They initially did it first with the Vulture uh, build the wing for the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming wave. From a while back, I don't remember what year that was, but that was that. And I, to be honest with you, I thought it was pretty clever when they did that initially. And like, 
even though they released another vulture this year, uh, a deluxe vulture with improved, more accurate wings and more accurate costume, I honestly thought that the the one that we got that was the build a wing, um, I thought that was a great concept and great execution. I thoroughly enjoyed that. But having said that, I'm looking at this uh, Sam Wilson uh, Captain America build a wing concept and I'm just not as blown away as I was with the Vulture. And the main reason for that is that the wings are just not impressive enough. See, the thing with the Vulture wings is that it had kind of had layers where there were like turbines and all that stuff that you could bend and it was articulated so you could spin it around and things like that. And you could bend the wings in different ways to make them look big. And it was, it was big. The wingspan for the Vulture wings was huge. But the problem with this is that the wingspan is just not big enough. And so unfortunately it just, it just suffers from it. Like the wings I feel need to be bigger, need to be bulkier, but here we got like really thin flimsy wings and there's just no girth to it. It's not wide enough. So didn't have the wingspan. So, um, like ultimately like spoiler already, I'm ranking this, uh, build a wing lowest in my like build a fi build a figure top 10 of 2021. So yeah. Anyway, I also wanted to mention that I kind of slowed down with collecting MCU figures this time around. I said I was going to stop, but then I kind of didn't because of how cool some of these looked. So anyway, let's go through them one at a time. Um, the Falcon itself was pretty good. Like the Sam Wilson Captain America, sorry. Uh, the concept and the costume is really good from the show. Like I really liked seeing it. It was a very comic accurate. It kind of, it was a really good representation of what uh, Sam Wilson Cap looked like in the comics. And yeah, they really did pull it off. And in toy form, Hasbro did a pretty decent job. The only thing is that it's not big enough, in my opinion. Because if you compare him with US Agent, I'm actually more impressed with the US Agent. Uh, I think the size of it is really good. And like if you if you put the two side by side, you can see that the US Agent is actually like bigger, thicker than Sam Wilson. And the problem is that it doesn't look that way in in the in the show. I mean the US Agent just didn't he looked like a skinny dude, you know what I mean? So that's my main issue. And speaking of US Agent, I thought it was pretty good. The likeness and the faces also, they're doing a really good job this time around. And Anthony Mackie looks decent. Um, US Agent, I don't remember uh, his name, but uh, he looks pretty good. Like he, got, he had that chin, the prominent underbite, and it, it showed in the, uh, in the, and the figure, the only reason why it's not, it's like the only downside to the figure is the um, 
poor coloring of it because it's not accurate to how he is portrayed on on the show which is a good show by the way um so yeah there that's the u.s agent uh one big surprise is how much i enjoyed the winter soldier the bucky figure i actually am i just kind of put it away and i'm reaching over to my side right now because i he is within arm's length oh no he's up here and like i still play around with this bucky figure because i there's something about it that just aesthetically looks really nice and i think it's mainly the arm if you take a look at the arm it's got that vibranium black with gold trim and it just looks so good it's really shiny and i'm just really impressed by it it's a definitely a different plastic than what they've been using especially with the past buckies that we've gotten this is completely different this arm right here so um yeah hard to focus i'm trying to focus it on camera here for <laughs> it's not working anyway um yeah it, there's something about it that i just it for me it's a sleeper hit and it's one of my kind of a favorites it really is might not be top 10 but it's one of my uh, figures that i like to play with and like to have on display on my desk surprisingly so that's the winter soldier baron zemo is pretty good too looks just like the actor daniel brule i uh, forgot to mention uh sebastian stan looks pretty decent as well um anyway daniel brule as baron zemo really good look but I'm probably not going to pose him with the Daniel Brule head because of how awesome the Baron Zemo mask is. And yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this figure. It's hard to pose because of the anything with the with a jacket, a long jacket like that. It's just hard to pose other than like vanilla or standing or anything like that. So uh, otherwise, pretty decent figure there. Now the Scarlet Witch is one really good likeness of uh of of wanda of um <laughs> i forgot the actress's name i was just watching a uh a youtube video about wandavision um elizabeth olsen looks just like her and yeah i'm really impressed by this figure one of the best um the only thing for me is that she's hard to stand because is it because of her legs being kind of um, like minor? What's the opposite of bow-legged? <laughs> but her legs just don't—they don't—they just aren't willing to spread. And yeah, it, like the, the the skirt piece kind of inhibits it from um, um, being more—I don't know—posable. Or it could be that he's, she's wearing heels, because I don't remember. I think she was wearing heels or wedges or something. Anyway, pretty good figure. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. And what else do we have? We have the Vision. Decent enough. Uh, kind of expected uh, to be a re-release, because it's an easy, um, just an easy repaint or, you know, of, of the previous Visions that we got. But surprisingly, we got believe we got a brand new head for this one brand new head sculpt uh, it's definitely different than the ones that we've gotten before we got two 
of the normal visions before. One with one is like uh, normal, one is see-through plastic, and this one is uh, I don't I don't believe it's see-through. I think it's just the the cape might be. I don't have it in hand, <laughs> so I'm kind of just looking at it right here. But uh, anyway, I like it. Pretty good, pretty good representation of uh, vision. And Loki, uh, Loki's Loki. I like the head a little bit better. Didn't quite nail it, but a little bit better with the likeness to Tom Hiddleston than the previous Lokis we've gotten. Uh, we got like a re-release of the Thor Ragnarok Loki. So we got we got two of those. Um, we got one from the Avengers uh, tie-in movie line, which isn't officially Marvel Legends. I think that's it. But yeah, out of all of them, this is probably the one with the best likeness to Tom Hiddleston. Although it's not quite there just yet. I noticed that a lot of people, however, are using this Loki body for um, Mastermind, who we'll, we'll talk about later on. Uh, either this Loki or the, um, the Mobius that we got. So that's that. Anyway, going back. Let's go to the next one, you guys, and let's talk about the Infinity Saga program, the, the, the Marvel Studios Infinity Saga, which is like the anniversary program they have for 2021. And it seems like the way that they, uh, the uh, anniversary program works is that there's like one every year that ties into some, uh, an anniversary of some sort. So for this year, it's like the Infinity Saga, which is we which had just finished with Endgame. Nope, Endgame was the second last. I think it was a uh, No Way Home. Nope, Spider Man, the second one, <laughs> Far From Home. I think might might have been the last Phase Three movie. Anyway, um, it, the anniversary programs kind of allow. Hasbro to kind of redo all these characters from like way way past because I don't know if you guys caught my uh, episode 12 I believe it was in my podcast where I talk about how when the MCU came about Hasbro was sort of in that flux where they were not creating any six inch figures so they were they were um it was sort of in that they they were on hiatus with uh, with Marvel Legends, and didn't know what to do with it, and they were making tie-in lines that were not officially Marvel Legends. So this is actually there to like kind of amend some of the uh, some of that. So here, for example, we have a, a brand new Iron Man Mark III, for example, that we've gotten, which is something that they did before not in the Marvel Legends line, but in the Iron Man uh, movie line. But they, like, with limited uh, limited resources and, uh, you know, they weren't as good as they, were, they are now. So this is them kind of, like, improving on that, which is re really cool that they get to do that. So let's go through them one at a time. Let's start with the Iron Man Mark 85 and Thanos 2-pack 
one that I did not pick up because I feel like I had enough Thanos figures, MCU Thanos figures, and I have enough Mark 85s because I think we had two Mark 85s released beforehand prior to this. And I just didn't, um, as cool as the snapping uh, Infinity Gauntlet is, as well as the um, the Iron Man, like the, the Tony Stark head, um, I just didn't feel like this was a, enough to entice me to buy this two-pack because it was, it was pretty expensive, mind you. So, also they fixed the uh, Thanos' little sword, double-bladed double sword thing. So yeah, cool figure. I just didn't feel like it was, it, it was, it was for me. Um, so there's that, and then there's the Captain America from, I believe, it was Infinity War. That was when he was not the Captain or he was not Captain America. He had the kind of like the ripped out costume. Like it was him with a beard. It was that costume. And if you guys remember, that was the costume where he kind of ripped out the white of the of the star on his chest. And things were a little bit more muted. Like the, like the blues were darker and it was dirtier, essentially. It was like a lot more grayed out. The... This figure was re-released because the initial one that we got from, I believe, was it the Okoye? No, no, it was the first Thanos, um, MCU Thanos wave that we got. This is a huge improvement over that one because what this did was it fixed the in complete inaccuracies of that previous figure. Uh, if you guys recall, the older figure that we got um the articulation was pretty off because like the articulation it, it was a bicep hinge but like it cut right in the middle of the bicep i don't know if you guys remember that part also the head sculpt was just not accurate whatsoever so we got two head sculpts for this one which is really good because it allows you to take one and put in the old one and also the uh the shields were completely different. Now, you have to understand that Hasbro was working off of concept art, so a lot of stuff changes. Um, with this one, the shield changed. The design for the shield definitely changed, so we got more accurate shields this time around. Uh, for me, however, I got, uh, I got custom shields to go with my older um, Infinity War Captain America. So now I got two sets, which is was pretty good. So uh, also the 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 main issue that people have over th with this one is that it's just the blue is not dark enough. Uh, the actual like the the previous release was actually better with that. So yeah, that's a an odd thing. Now looking at Iron Man Mark III, this is a much improved uh, version compared to the Mark III's that we got in the Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie line. Um, those Mark III's had gimmicks to them because Marvel Legends is basically like the only line that uh, Hasbro had that didn't have any gimmicks or anything like that. 
Um, there were gimmicks such as like the figure that I have, the Iron Man Mark III, was the one where you could like remove the armor. I believe that was Mark III. Yeah, you could remove the armor somehow. So, yeah, it, it was very gimmicky, and it was like the scale was a lot smaller back then compared to now. So, um, on my Instagram, uh, if you guys are not following me, by the way, it is at Articulatrix on uh, Instagram. Um, the link is in the description of this podcast or uh, this video. Uh, I posted a comparison between the initial Iron Man uh, that we got, the Mark III that we got from like 2008, and this one that we got. And like you could, you could really see how much Hasbro has improved over the span of like was it 2008, um, 14, 13, 14 years. Uh, huge improvements. Definitely. This is probably one of my like most favorite Iron Man figures, uh, MCU Iron Man figures that we've ever gotten from Hasbro. Honestly, hands down. Uh, moving on to another favorite of mine is the huge, I don't remember how tall he is exactly. Was it 19 inches? No, not 19 inches. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Like 10? I'm trying to see how tall he like, like It was almost like a foot tall. Uh, Surter is who I'm talking about. Now, Surter is not one that I expected we would get a Marvel Legends out of because of how big he is, even in his small size from Thor Ragnarok. However, we got one that, even though it's not to scale, it's still pretty big and still really impressive. Um, like I said before, I've mentioned a few times that I'm a, I'm a sucker for translucent figures. And this is one massive chunk of translucent orange. And that alone, plus the accurate head sculpt, the amazing likeness to uh, Surtur from uh, Ragnarok, and just the overall... <laughs> uh, awesomeness of this figure it's just it's just really good it's well done definitely one of my favorite figures of the year moving on to thor this is a thor that we got not from um not from thor ragnarok but from uh endgame and this is one thor that was hidden from us during the uh, marketing of Endgame. Um, if you look back at the marketing that they did for um, Avengers Endgame, you'll notice that they kept on reusing the Thor that we saw from Infinity War, the skinny Thor with the eye patch, right? And they purposely left out the fact that Thor gained a lot of weight in Endgame. <laughs> so because of that, Hasbro was not able to make a figure of Fat Thor. I'm just going to call him Fat Fat Thor now because they're not offended by that. But um, we got we got a figure of Bro Thor, uh, Thorbowski. So we got that as a build a figure, but not in his final form, which is the the one that we we all wanted. And this is really good. I think. 
a lot of people were doing, they were making a lot of kit bashes. I myself bought a kit bash kit to put on my Infinity War Thor. It's like a snap-on belly uh, that you put on 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 the Infinity War Thor to give him like a, a pot belly and a custom head that you put on top uh, on, on that Infinity War Thor to, to recreate this this Thor but uh, we, we got it from I think SSH Figure Arts released uh, Marvel Legends Fat Thor sorry not Marvel Legends SH Figure Arts, Arts released a Thor an Endgame Thor and another one was it Mayfax I don't remember uh, they also released uh, a Thor as well but when this guy came out right here it is absolutely brilliant the thing is, uh, Thor, MCU Thor figures have always been oversized in, Mar in Marvel Legends. But then they kind of started to fix that along the way. So if you actually compare this Thor, uh, Endgame Thor, with the Infinity War Thor, you'll realize how short this guy actually is, the uh, Endgame Thor. And that's because... It, yeah, there, that's... <laughs> Hasbro kind of trying to fix the scale because ever since the initial release or initial Thor figure that they created for um, the first Thor movie, no, did they have a, yeah, 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 no, uh, they did have a line for the Thor movie. Um, that Thor was way too tall and they sort of kept Thor at that scale all throughout so when they were making MCU Thor figures it was always at that scale um, that was off uh, initially and so it was only like during Endgame that they actually started to fix that and make him kind of to scale with the rest of the Avengers and yeah I think this Thor is probably one of the best MCU Thors that we've gotten hands down uh, moving on to the Rescue and Captain Marvel uh, figures. This is one that I got but eventually regretted it because of how ripped off I felt. Um, Captain, Captain Marvel I thought was going to be a brand new, uh, brand new sculpt because of how different his, her costume was in the movie compared to her own movie. So in Endgame, she had a completely different costume than she did in the Captain Marvel movie. So I thought there were going to be a lot of like new parts. And the only new part, as far as I remember, because she's in storage, the only new part that she has is her head. It just had short hair. And it might not, it might not even be the entire head. It could just be the like the head, the hair piece is new. But immediately when you take a look at this Captain Marvel figure, you realize that it's just the old Captain Marvel. Like you can see the, the sculpt of the old figure, but then they just repainted it to make it look new. And that to me, I, I felt like a ripoff. And all the more of a ripoff because the rescue you weren't really getting much. You were just getting a brand new head sculpt, two new head sculpts, 
and a backpack piece for rescue and then that's it like i was completely fine with the rescue that we got previously and so this did not warrant a re-release to be honest with you unless of course people were missing on the old rescue uh, rescue but i just didn't feel like anyone was really needing this figure or that they were having a hard time finding the old rescue figure anyway uh that's all to say that the this two pack right here felt like a giant ripoff and it's i would say one of the worst decisions worst purchases i've ever made <laughs> this uh yeah this year um moving on let's go talk about uh the odin figure this i believe is from the thor movie the first thor movie we never got a uh a movie odin, odin figure until now which is quite a long time but yeah like thor i believe is like one of the few that we never really got a lot of figures of even though there are a lot of characters in the movie so many characters still missing um warriors three we did get sif uh we're missing um what's his name heimdall in his armor although we did eventually get a heimdall uh we're just missing and um friga we're missing her as well as the villain uh malekith from thor 2 we're just missing a lot of people from the thor trilogy anyway we finally got odin and this is a pretty decent figure i actually really enjoy this one i think the head sculpt is decent although i don't understand why we got two head sculpts that were almost similar to each other um aside from <laughs> yeah you know what the head sculpt reminds me of is reminds me of the um what do you call it the the meme um that guy i forgot the name of the meme but the guy that's always like smiling uh yeah <laughs> that guy the the old guy that's like smiling but he's kind of sad like a sad smile if you guys remember that meme let me know in the comment section because i don't remember the name of the meme off the top of my head anyway good figure let's go on to happy hogan and the mark 21 or the midas armor i actually like the fact that we got a happy hogan armor because it's a brand new sculpt uh for bigger suited uh characters um the one that came to mind when i got this figure was hammerhead because i did remember that hammerhead the the hammerhead that we got from like way way back which was uh kind of like an alternate chameleon head that hammerhead was way too skinny and he needed to be bigger and this this happy hogan was perfect for that and surprise surprise uh later on we would eventually get a hammerhead in this body but um i bought this knowing that i'm probably going to be using not foggy I called him Foggy Nelson because he used to say not Foggy, <laughs> happy. Um, I'm probably not going to pose him as happy in my uh, on my shelf. I'm probably going to use reuse that head for 
uh, hammerhead. And so that's what I did. Surprisingly, the like it, it looked really good. So that's what that's what I have. I still have um, the hammerhead in my shelf until I get uh, the hammerhead that we get. We will get from the retro, which is on its way. It should come next week for me. Yeah, so super happy to have this Happy Hogan. And also the Mark 21 armor. It's nice to have another armor, but the Mark 21 is a repaint of the, I believe, Mark 7 armor, the armor that he wore in Avengers, the first movie. So it's just basically a gold version of that, that armor. So no surprises here. The actual Mark 21 uh, compared to this actually has a lot more details. Uh, that could have been applied to here, but uh, Hasbro just went with the, uh, um, what do you call it, straight up repaint just to save costs. Understandable, but yeah, that's just how it is. Another two-pack is the Obadiah Stain and Ironmonger. And this one, the Ironmonger is very, very, very impressive. Um, the first Ironmonger that we got from the Iron Man line was just way too small. Although it was really impressive at the time, like I, I sought after that figure, like I couldn't find it. I just was like looking through eBay uh, to find it, and I eventually found one. Actually, no, I eventually found two. Um, I found the Ironmonger, the one that the cockpit opens to reveal a tiny little Obadiah stain inside. So I got that one, but I also got. Uh, a repaint of it in Iron Man colors. I don't remember the name of it, but that that's that happened, and I do have that figure still. Um, it's it was cool to have him posed with other figures, but he just wasn't the right scale. So when this came out, um, I'm just very blown blown away, very impressed with all the improvements. Like all every single piece here was brand new lots of articulation even like the pistons uh they they moved so just very impressed with this ironmonger figure um next to it or with it was obadiah stain which is really cool i thought obadiah stain would have been an easy head swap with any any suited body like suited tony stark body you could have put a obadiah head swap there although he is a little bit bigger than like in, in the first Iron Man movie, uh, Obadiah was a little bit bigger than Tony. Uh, you could have fudged it and it would have been fine. But yeah, they put Obadiah in the, I believe this is like the, the bigger suited body, like the one with the old man Logan, the movie Logan body, I think is what it is. So pretty cool, pretty cool, uh, good use for it. So yeah, I like that. Uh, and then the last one was one that Ryan Ting kind of championed, and that is the Marvel Legends Quicksilver. The the head isn't quite Aaron Taylor Johnson, but the body, or just the, the, the whole aesthetic of it, is really good. Very impressive. Uh, I like the uh, accessories as well, which is like little beat-up Ultron parts. Nice to have those as well, so... Um, nothing much to say, like, this Quicksilver actually turned out really nice. 
we don't have, unfortunately. We don't have a Wanda Maximoff that is accurate to Age of Ultron. So there's really no one to pair Quicksilver with. So that's the only unfortunate thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that is the second uh, wave or program that we're talking about. Now we're moving on to the third one, which is the Age of Apocalypse Colossus Build-A-Figure Wave. Right off the bat, um, I was not super impressed with Age of Apocalypse. I tried reading it when I was younger, like in my, I think it might have been like early 2000s by then. Like the saga uh, was like way done past. Um, tried reading Age of Apocalypse, ne never got into it. So uh, yeah, so there's that. But I did get the first wave of Age of Apocalypse figures. That's the Sugar Man build a figure wave from a year ago, I believe it was. I got that and was very impressed with those figures. So definitely had to get this one. And uh, the one that I was most looking forward to really was Legion. Because, of course, Legion appeared in 616. Um, but everything else is pretty good. So let's go through them one at a time. And I'm going to talk about the Colossus Build-A-Figure last. But let's talk about Cyclops first. And this Cyclops is uh, pretty average for me. I have all of the uh, Cyclops figures that Hasbro put out. So again, Bucky Cap body, uh, that blue, that doesn't really, like there, there is no paint apps to it. It's just basic pla blue plastic. It didn't seem very impressive. Like there was some, uh, I think some paint details in the, like the metallic parts, the, the armored arm part. But overall, I would just, I was a little bit underwhelmed with this Cyclops figure. And I don't know if your figure is similar to mine, but I just, it's hard to stand him up because his, the ratchets on his feet just don't prevent his feet from being like flat on the ground. He's either doing the, uh, um, um, like he's either leaning forward, like Michael Jackson is in, in, um, uh, smooth criminal, or he's leaning back, but there's no like neutral 90 degrees stra standing straight up. The ratchets and the feet just won't allow that. Let's go to Iceman. This Iceman is pretty impressive. I actually really like the translucent effect that they applied for this guy, although he is a little bit too blue. Um, I feel like out of all of the Icemen that we've gotten, this is the one that, that has ice effects that impressed me the most. So uh, that's that. There's that going for it. Um, it is a combination of like pizza spidey bodies, uh, pizza spidey limbs with a brand new torso, I believe it was. Uh, so yeah, like it, there's something about it that looks different, but also familiar. So it is a mishmash of different parts. Um, Shadow Cat, really good. Uh, it was the the legs are a reuse of the um, Lady Death Strike legs that we've gotten. Have we talked? I don't think we've talked. No, yeah, I 
think we did talk about Lady Deathstrike, didn't we? <laughs> Forgive me, you guys. My last recording was a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about Lady Deathstrike when we talked about the Zemnu. Zemnu wave, right? Um, where are we? Uh, yeah, so Shadowcat uses the Lady Deathstrike legs, the, the ones with like the, the horizontal striations. And a lot of it is really good. The head, the face sculpt looks kind of bored to me, but overall the execution is really well done. I'm actually quite impressed with this figure. Uh, Sabretooth is really good, as plain looking as he is. There's something about him that uh, just, it just looks really good. I think we, it's because we got two really good head, head sculpts. We got a really good reuse of uh, body that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, the body that they used for Sabretooth is actually the old um, Colossus, modern Colossus from the um, Warlock Build-A-Figure that we got a while back. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it was reused from Colossus. It was used again for Death's Head 2. And it was used a few times, but to great effect with Sabretooth. Because uh, the previous, the 616 Sabretooth that we got was in the Hyperion body. But this body that they decided to put Sabretooth on is bigger. And I feel like it's more imposing and more appropriate for the character. Um, like the the suit itself is like this ugly mustard mustard um brown but um it matches really well with the wild child that we got from the last wave of age of uh, age of apocalypse so uh there's like this synergy that that if you put the two of them together it just looks really good so very impressed with this one despite how little um, paint we got with it. Yeah, um, that's unfortunately not the same for the AOA Magneto, which again, uh, just like Cyclops, just like Sabretooth, like even Shadowcat, there's just not a lot of paint details or paint apps applied. It's just the color of the plastic is the color of the figure, uh, aside from like little uh, little bits here and there. I'm not impressed with this one. It just, it looks like the old Magneto figure, but the cape was updated and the head sculpt is updated. So we've seen it before and just not impressed. There, obviously there are some changes to it, but um, yeah, I just wasn't impressed by it. Rogue is actually pretty good. Um, as weird, I think Rogue's costume out of all of them sort of embodies 90s uh, aesthetic with a big baggy, um, what do you call it, like shoulder pads and, and, and like baggy slash tight fitting outfit, bright colors, uh, and those legs, those very distinctly uh, Joe Maderera designed boots as well. Yeah, it can't be any more 90s. Actually, it can, but yeah, it, it just screams out 90s. Legion, surprisingly, 
is I thought he'd be skinnier, so I thought that they would apply or they would put Legion on the um, on the Spidey Pizza Spidey Buck. But no, uh, we got the Shang-Chi body instead for Legion. Which is fitting because actually I, I didn't even think about how you can use the Shang-Chi uh, feet, the legs, uh, as, what do you call it, as um, hospital hospital clothing, uh, which is what Legion is known for. He's, he wears like hospital scrubs or uh, whatever you call it. But I really like this figure a lot. There's something about the face, the face sculpt, the facial expression is just really impressive uh, to me. They got the hair right. It's that's the thing with Legion is that it's it's quite hard to accurately depict his big, huge flat top, and they got it right. I think it's it's comicy, it's cartoony, but also I don't know. It's got a it's got a decent realism to it as well and the scrubs or his uh, hospital outfit also has a little bit of shading to it which is different uh quite surprised that they applied that for him but not anyone else so yeah this definitely out of all the figures here i'd say legion is probably one of the best ones if not the best one not counting the, the build a figure Speaking of Build-A-Figures, the Cyclops Build-A-Figure now is, sorry, the Colossus Build-A-Figure now is very impressive and probably one of the best Build-A-Figures that we've gotten this year. Uh, there's something about the, okay, so here's the thing. The outfit is ridiculous, okay, but it's not the fault of the figure, but the the design, the Joe Maderera 90s design itself. Now, if you were to factor that out and just look at it for its own merits, you'll realize that it's really impressive. If you take out the, the yellow shirt piece, it's supposed to be a shirt. Take out the yellow shirt piece and you take out the shoulder pads and you're, you end up with this really imposing, like, colossus body uh with these um like the metal striations along with like the muscle definition it just looks really good now it doesn't have a like um paint details to bring out the uh the 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 sculpt but uh regardless there's something about it that just looks really good um aesthetically looks really nice on the shelf there's something about the shininess of the chrome plus the red and the bright yellow looks really well made and yeah it just like the, the proportions are really good as well this is bigger this colossus is bigger than the um previous colossuses that we've gotten before and it just is a very impressive figure like 100 percent brand new sculpt and it just looks really good. I, it really is. One of the best figures. Alright, so there you go. The uh, website was lag lagging a little bit. 
Anyway, so that is that. I think we did talk about three waves. Let me just double check now, make sure that we did so that I don't, you know, re-record things again later on. But yeah, we talked about the, just waiting for the website to load. We did talk about the Age of Apocalypse uh, Build-A-Figure Wave. We talked about the Infinity Saga program as well as the Disney Plus Wave. So that is that, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm going to be continuing and next episode we'll be talking about the Gilgamesh wave and the What If wave and the Spider-Man No Way Home wave. So yeah, so definitely stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are not following me again on Instagram, it is at Articulatrix. Definitely go find me on YouTube as well. You'll see a video version of this podcast. Um, I don't have a, the thing, if you create a brand new YouTube channel, you don't have the option of like changing the, the URL. So just search for oral history of Marvel legends and you're bound to come across <laughs> my, uh, my, my podcast there, my video. So definitely, uh, find me there as well. And that is it. So there you go. Uh, just this whole transitioning stuff, you'll have to still forgive me because I'm still getting used to it. So uh, I'll get better. Oh, yeah, I will get better. And I, I do notice that I tend to look this way instead of this way because my screen that I use to monitor my two, my two cameras is on this side. So I'm, I'm constantly looking there. I'm trying not to. Um, Okay, so that's it, you guys. I'll catch you guys next time. And take care. Peace.